Hello everyone, to all the cynics, welcome back to episode 2 of the Two Cynics Podcast with uh, David and Andrew, and uh, I am recording from a different location today, and that is the other side of my studio, so that is a big change from episode 1 to 2. We'll have to, uh, eventually we'll have to do like uh, an entire TikTok clip of you touring your apartment. Yeah, it's it's not gonna it, it won't people don't need to worry about it hitting the uh the time limits for the videos and we certainly won't have to be paying for Twitter blue uh to have to see how long everything goes. But yeah, it'll and be we discussed it last this week, might be right? the YouTube the content. What about the quarters? The quarters of your apartment. We discussed like you have yeah. a partition, don't you? Uh, yeah, I mean the partition sounds like you're talking about like a glass at a hockey game. It's it's a it's like a bamboo board that's basically it's the most expensive one you can get on Amazon, probably like 150 bucks that spans the length of the bed and it just covers the bed from the rest of the area. And, um, just so that there's not a clean, clean view of sight from, uh, from the front. Is that like an emotional thing for you or is that for guests? Both, but I don't really have guests over, so that kind of answers itself. Um, it's more for me just to feel like I have a bedroom when I don't. So such relatable New York for content you. for uh, for all the fellow New York listeners. Yeah, right now, I mean, we're coming in hot. Uh, just to just to give the cynics uh, a look under the hood, we came out with the first uh, episode last week. Great podcasting, right there. Not divulging the time between recordings um right now we're something we're at something like 18 downloads so really impressive, Are we really 18 honestly. downloads hey uh half of those might be internal uh from the locations that we're included we're currently in but we also have activity from belgium like are you kidding me <laughs> brussels was not on my bingo card uh not to out that one D- person david go fan David Gofan from uh, our pickleball conversation, his academy. Yeah, this is this is a good uh, just to just to provide a little bit of context. Um, this isn't our first foray into podcasting. Uh, I erroneously started a very awful media site with someone who will be unnamed. Uh, just wasn't successful. We tried. Uh, but ran into some issues that prevented us from going to the next level. And Andrew was a, was a frequent guest and uh, wrote an article for us about a, a dark horse named uh, David Gofan. He's like the 80th ranked tennis player in the world right now. He thought he was going to win a grand slam, the French open. And the guy has been literally nowhere since like has had zero success. This since is such publishing good content. That like, that wasn't even on the bingo card for tonight, but the uh, the lawsuit with the with the British media outlet. Okay, this is this is gonna be really bad if if our our buddy is watching. I'm not gonna out his name, but uh, yeah, we so we wrote this or Andrew wrote this article, and the same week this British publication came out saying that the same guy was a dark horse among other names <laughs> and we i don't even know how it came up like when we searched it but yeah he used the word dark horse and this guy in the same sentence and david this is like the entire premise of this podcast needed to feel something because we didn't like our day-to-day lives and 
reached out to like the magazine or the the whatever it is it was a pretty legitimate like publication in england um I, it's I'm a, not, um, it's I'm a tabloid gonna... it's a tabloid that's it's what a, they call them there I, I don't know what like the best like uh the dead spin not i mean not as big as dead spin or like what's the stupid one uh like bleacher report it's like nba bleacher report for british sports bleacher report before they got bought by tnt basically yeah so if anyone's we, following we reached the out to them and like just you know to feel something wrote some bullshit email how we were going to sue them um because they infringed on our copyright and and took our this was not a legitimate real experts. We were way. we were in college at the time. We were literally in college. If not, yeah, we were in college. And this guy basically responded like kind of like, hey, come after me. And but like they had that was I'll invoke were so the, the president. Yeah, they were they so a good stupid. job about it. They sent us their entire email thread, their internal email thread was we on CC on it. Yeah, we were CC'd. It was so dumb, like. And you could see that they were like a little concerned, like, does this guy have any ground? And, you know, we we pushed it and pushed it. Obviously, it ended up going nowhere and we had no real grounds for a suit, but it was fun. It was fun to feel something for the time being. Yeah, that was that was a long uh, probably what, seven, seven years ago at this point. But here we are. We've got a new podcast. I'm not going to call it a venture anymore because that's just going to get old really quick. But uh I know we've got some follow-ups from the last episode. Uh, we talked about engagement, but I don't know if there's anything that's happened to you in the last week that's been uh, that's been on your mind. Last uh, last Friday, I wrote this down to talk about because there was just two. I leave the house pretty early most days for my for my day job. Um, this is our moonlight. Um, I leave the house pretty early, and last Friday I was just like struggling to get out of the house moving super slow. Um, and you, I mean, you drink coffee, right? Like heavily or like recently. So I I've started, I've tried to make it a routine also ever since I, I visited you guys a couple months ago, I've tried to incorporate that into my morning routine, but usually like only if I really uh, need to, but I bought the Keurig, I made the investment and no free ads, but we, we do like a certain coffee company that we're trying to support. Do you shit immediately? Say again. Do you shit immediately after you drink coffee? No, not immediately. What's your like? What's your buffer period? Forty-five minutes. Hold on, we'll cut this. But your mic is like cutting very briefly before you say something. How's it now? I don't know. Just hold it closer. Yeah. Now, good. Yeah. You sound like Joe Rogan. Has he said this before? He says that all the time. We can keep this in. That's good. We'll we'll do a side by side with Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, he always another con- another controversial. We're we're going from Matt Walsh to Joe Rogan. Yeah, we uh, no, we have to keep this in. We'll do a side by side of you and Rogan. Um, anyway, what? So between coffee and pooping, what is your time? Hour and a half, two hours. Oh maybe. wow. Okay. So anyway, I drink a lot of coffee. And the problem is I leave for work like really early and I don't have time um, to poop at home. Like I wake up and I push my alarm as much as I can and it's a problem and I end up, you know, I need to poop. So we, um, we have this, we have this recurring thing 
David and I, and you know, this is this will go out to the cynics eventually once we pick up some steam. Um, I hate public restrooms in general. I'm like Finch Worst from places. American Pie. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, and I love pooping at home. Like it's a highlight of my day. But there are some days where I drink coffee. Like I make the coffee and it's in it's in the to go tumbler and we're out the door. Three sips in, I'm dying. Like I am gonna shit myself. And it's especially bad if like I had some wine the night before, like especially bad or some Mexican food or Indian food. Um, if I, if I stick to the carnivore diet, I'm okay generally. Um, but anyway, so Friday, I, uh, it's such a problem. Like I, I need to do something about this. I got out the door. I sat down in the car, like took a deep breath. I'm like, fuck, it's like 6am took a few sips of coffee. I'm like, I had a shit so badly. And like, I can't go back inside. My wife's going to yell at me. I'm going to wake up the baby. And I'm like, all right, fuck. Like I got to go. So I, I drove to the clubhouse of our complex, which is five seconds away in a vehicle and ran inside and just ripped up the bathroom in there. And I, I need to find, give, give us a seat give us a seat in the clubhouse. Is it a big bathroom, multiple stalls? Did you go in the handicapped one? Like how I how did, big I did go space? in the handicapped one. It's too early for any, any handicapped people to be wheeling in there. Um, and it's a beautiful clubhouse. It's like a wooden bathroom, like really nice sinks, like nice. How are the, nice tile. Nice, of course, white. shitty single yeah. ply, but like toilet paper. That's my biggest issue with public restrooms is single ply. Besides how disgusting the seats are and everything and like piss on the ground, single ply toilet paper is a really big problem because then like, especially if you go early in the morning and you don't get everything because it's single ply, you got a problem. You're out of luck. You're out of luck. Yeah. I had a business. I don't know if I told you about this. We're such, such an exposure, how big of an idiot I am. All the businesses I described that fail. I had a business. Hey, we're trying. Idea. At least we're we trying. Are trying. Venture. Uh, I, had a, I had a business idea. I'm always on the road for work. Um, and I always need a poop. So this is where this business idea came up like a year ago. Like a rest area, but not like the rest areas off of fucking I-65, like where you walk in, there's toilet paper on the ground, toilets are clogged, pee everywhere. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Like a luxury men business rest area where like you can go and you can pay like a truck stop. You pay for like an hour or like 45 minutes and you can take a dump. You could take a shower, like a truck stop, but like a luxury truck stop, like a what's like the, an air, like an airport lounge, except on the road. You can take a quick shower. Let's, let's say men and women. Let's let's sure. You know, ladies might have the same problems, um, but they're yeah, clean. This sounds like, great. How do you how are you going to how are you going to monetize it? Are you going to charge? Like, is it a is it a card? Is it? I mean, nobody has coins anymore. Apple like Pay. What's the, what's the monetization? You, know, you can you can buy a subscription where like a car wash. <laughs> you can buy a subscription. Well, I guess if the subscription can make sense if you're like a trucker that's coming through the same network of stops every, I don't know, 36, 72 hours. Right. The idea obviously would be to be like a fucking national chain, like a TA and have them everywhere. Um, it, it'd be hard to start at the local level. It'd have to be like, I don't know. I live in a good spot where there's a lot of highways and I, it doesn't make any sense. I could see it like you'd have to There's too many upfront building. costs, too yeah, many upfront. Yeah, costs. it would it would never work unless we had, you know, some toilet investor that's super into it. But the idea 
would prevent a lot of these a lot of the issues that we're discussing here. I'm sure if people are listening to this, there are a lot of people out there that are like, fuck, that is a big problem. Hey, I got I got a buddy who's a, a business services investment banker. I'm sure he's open to ideas. See if see if there's a. He might know somebody in the biz, but we'll we'll keep look at my debt portfolio of businesses and not want to get involved with me. They they just need to hear the the updated pitch. They're you know you keep learning, keep picking up experience. They'll they'll like what they hear at some point. So the other part of that Friday disaster, I had to get gas. I always do this. I'm sure a lot of a lot of people do. I left my car. low on gas and in the morning went to fill up the car super tired fill up the car i'm out of windshield fluid so i usually just fill up the car and i go i'm like fuck i gotta get in windshield fluid so i start the pump and i leave the car and i while it's pumping gas i go inside to get windshield fluid i come back out put the windshield fluid in get back in the car and i start driving like i normally would and i hear this fucking clink this loud boom and i left the hose connected to the car like i left the thing oh my god of the gas in this was 15 this minutes this is a viral I, video this I, is a viral was, video so funny I, I didn't know what to do like i was like i get out of the car this happened once before years ago and also when i was in a rush um so i get out of the car and the hose it's not only like it's disconnected from the pump like it's not just ripped off the car it's disconnected from the pump so you broke the pump I broke the pump and I like I'm holding the hose and I'm like looking around. No one's really looking at me. I'm like, OK, so I just like move just the leave hose. It there. Just leave it yeah. there. I put it next to the pump. I'm like, I don't have time to go and tell the attendant that I did this. So I just put the hose down and I left and I was like, fuck, like hopefully good old good old pump and dash. Just just get out. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, it was pump uh, and dump. It was a rough morning. Yeah. Pump and dump. In more ways than one. I mean, that's. uh between the bathroom and the the wiper fluid cheese that's uh that's i mean that morning was a lot more eventful than um than my my date this weekend i know the uh the listeners are probably eager for a follow-up on the the woman that that i'd been texting prior to the start of our first episode the tiktok um, video had a 170 had, likes of your about your date yeah 170 likes about the date that didn't actually happen so uh, I woke up on Sunday morning, had made a plan, was like, hey, let's go to this uh, this coffee shop in this nice area. Plenty of there's a boardwalk to walk on alongside the river. Uh, the weather had turned to like perfect that afternoon, but had it all planned out. And uh, yeah, got the got the text at like 948 a.m. Eastern. Hey, uh, got to get my life together before my upcoming trip. I don't know what. I said, hope you're all right. And um, yeah, nothing from that. Said, hope you're right. Was hoping to reschedule. But she and, said, uh, I can't go on this date here back. with you because I need to get my life together. I guess so. She she was going to be traveling uh, this week, this upcoming week. And she basically, she basically said that she needed to, she could use the time to get ready for her trip and to get her life together. So uh, it's probably BS, but that's what she said. And there's not a lot I can do about it. 
um, it did alleviate a lot of stress because I was seriously thinking like, geez, she's going to listen to this podcast and then I'm going to be toast. It's just going to be money down the drain from the first date that didn't go into a second date, but we're okay now. And, um, yeah, it is what it is. I, I sound very defeated, but I can't say that I like, I super cared that much. Can't get super invested, especially if it didn't even happen. Burrs up. Yeah. Here's here's a date that did happen. I got a, I got a doozy for you. So this past weekend, um, I got called out for watching it last week. NHL playoffs, right? Um, big game here in New York, Rangers against Devils. And uh, we go to two of my friends. We go out to watch it at a bar and we went outdoors because we had a dog with us. Uh, very, very, very cute uh, cockapoo. And uh, we're sitting at the bar and this bar is like not a nice bar. It's not quite a dive bar because they, they have like food and stuff, but it's not a, the place was kind of dead when we got there. It ended up filling up a little for the game. So we're sitting at the bar and uh, there's, there's three of us. And then there's another couple there come to find out this couple's on their first date and they're probably both in their forties. Okay. Whatever, you know, anybody I'm not going to judge first date locations. And the game starts and already these guys are smoking. They are smoking a pack of cigs and they literally, they each rip three of them within the first period. So the first 20 minutes of the game. So this is above a pack a day pacing right now. And um, I was thinking there, what do you do in that situation? Like part of me is like, okay, is this even allowed? I'm not sure. Well, I know we're not in Europe. Like if, if we're in Europe, I'm like, oh, it's it's part of the experience. Everybody here smokes, France, espresso, hate. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know if I want the smell of cigarettes as I'm trying to drink a hazy IPA, you know? So what's the ruling on that? Like, would you have said something? Would you not say anything and just like deal with it because you don't want to be soft? Like, what do you do in that situation? I'm a freak and I love the smell of cigarette smoke. Like Every time I smell someone smoking a cigarette, especially I, like if I'm drinking, I've I've smoked one cigarette in my life. I took probably two puffs of it, if that. And I don't even think I did it right. But I love the smell. And every time I just want one, even though like I don't have no experience with them, I just want one. I'm like, that smells so good. Please give me a cigarette. I will just sit there and smell them. Unless like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't. I would. I would want a cigarette. I wouldn't have one unless I got like bizarrely drunk, which never happens, but it sounds awesome. Okay. So you were not in the same boat as me because here's what I did. Sorry. I wasn't going to complain. I I had no desire for one. I like you have have, have not do not partake, but I didn't want to make a scene because I don't want to be that guy. Right. I as, as our favorite uh, comedian, shout out Sebastian Maniscalco says, I don't want to be the problem. I don't want to be the problem. Old old skit on from 2013. May not even find it on Netflix. Anymore. We'll post it. So I thought about waiting for like the waitress to come by and kind of just see if I could quietly ask her like if it was okay. Didn't muster up the courage for that. They keep smoking. Now we ordered everybody ordered mac and cheese, super childish decision. Mac for and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Mac and cheese. It wasn't good either. I mean 
who's ordering mac and cheese from a dive bar? That's just that's that's my first mistake. Actually, my most recent so they time keep in New smoking York, we and then like a, we went to like an Irish place and I ordered like, but it was like a loaded mac and cheese and had all the you know, this anyway. place. This bar is called the Horny Ram. OK, so nice. no free ads, but don't think the place called the Horny Ram is going to have good mac and cheese. No. So. I pulled the super passive aggressive move, which is going to be a surprise to no one that knows me well. I started coughing. Now, here's here's my cop out. I had a cold and I was podcasting hurt last week. So credit to me. This guy, but this guy is a I cold started, 24, 7, 365. Uh, listen, always listen, something. I'm very insecure about my immune system. Let's not let's not exacerbate that issue. Um, I start. I start doing these coughs. They don't give a, a rat's ass. They don't care at all. So much so they try to make conversation to us about the game. I'm just doing like the head nod. And then it gets and then it gets completely out of hand. They start just like uncontrollably making out in the middle of the first intermission and fondling each other. And I'm just like, what is what is going on here? I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that they leave. The guy goes in and gets gets more pints. We find out that she's still married. He's got kids and this is their first date. And then this woman starts trying to play around with the dog that I that my, my friend's dog, the cockapoo. And she was just like she did also didn't want to say no, but it was so uncomfortable. The dog's hair reeked of cigs after this woman played with her for a solid five minutes Knocked off like a and year off of this dog's life. Yeah. And it's just like, what are we doing? I don't know. I'm, I'm always, I feel like I'm always getting unlucky outside this story. The uh, Thursday night I was watching the same, the same series and I'm sitting next to a guy who doesn't know a single rule about hockey and he's trying to get up to speed. And then you got this couple and then the, um, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, right? Call me maybe. Uh, call me maybe. Famous song. We're really dating ourselves. This is uh, our glory days in high school. Call me maybe starts playing on the intercom, and the guy go. This guy he goes. He goes. Is this Taylor Swift? Claimed to be a New Yorker who was rooting for the New York Rangers, and he doesn't. He doesn't understand that this is Carly Rae Jepsen and not and not Taylor Swift. So it's just a miserable night. Forget that they lost the game. That's secondary. I mean, this this couple was obnoxious and luckily they it started pouring and they went inside once it started pouring because they couldn't handle being under the uh, the awning. So just a a miserable Saturday night. And I'm just getting unlucky with all these people that are there's always somebody um, when I go out. Do you remember? This might have also been on Friday. I remember that video of the lady dancing in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. What is more disgusting? That or disgusting was an aggressive way to put it. But I mean, we're describing our disgust and our cynicism towards your situation of these gross people at the bar. We'll have to we'll have to post this audio next to this video. But the backstory is I'm I'm pulling up to work and I'm there's like a line in the parking lot for like an open parking lot. I'm like, why is this car just standing there in front of me? 
And I look over and again, we'll, we'll post the video, but it's this lady jumping up and down in the parking lot, like spinning, jumping up and down, lifting her knees up in the air. Um, nice. Someone's smoking around you. Um, no one's smoking. And I think to myself, and I think the audio is in this clip of I'm like, this is kind of like it's an okay area. It's not like a bad area, but like I could see this being an area. Like there are some like homeless people around. I'm thinking like, is this person like mentally ill and they're just having like an episode in the middle, straight up in the middle of the parking lot, dancing up and down, spinning in circles? I'm like, are they mentally ill or are they recording a TikTok? I stand there for 30 seconds recording this video. Like cars are lining up behind me. She stops her. Stupid, now you're the problem. <laughs> she stops her stupid dance and walks over and grabs her phone and walks away like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. There were a line of 10 cars and she was so I don't know how she wasn't out of breath. Like I would have been out of breath doing that. That was heavy, heavy exercise. Yeah. The like vigor that she was going at it with. And to top it all off, as I'm pulling into the parking lot, I don't have this on video. Unfortunately, she's staring at her phone, clearly watching her video. And she almost runs right into my car as I'm driving. Like she wasn't watching, not paying attention. Yeah, she was paying zero attention. So here's my take. I think. I definitely think like there's no excuse for some of the behavior that I observed at this at this date that was going on. But at the same time, like at least they were on a date and they were like doing something to hopefully progress their lives forward. I I don't see what that argument is for this woman in the parking lot. Like what, what kind of content was she possibly creating? Like the, from the way you described it and the, I'm sure the listeners will see the video. It's like some kind of like one of those old, just, you know, Fortnite dances that people would use to do. Like, that was, what are you was identical? Yeah. yeah. Like the floss? flossing. Yeah. yeah. Like what, <laughs> what are you doing? And, I get like, so I, I want to, especially because we're entering into this foray as well. I want to be tolerant of people who are creating content. Like I'll, I'll walk around the streets in New York city. I'll take a video or, you know, I'll, I'll send something and it'll go out to a group of friends or whatever. And that's fine. But I'm not disturbing anyone. Like I'm just out and about. I've taken a video in your apartment complex, I'm just walking on the sidewalk and sure. Someone potentially going to look funny at me or judge me. Sure. I don't care, but I'm not getting in their way. Whereas this is somebody's I'm blocking traffic in, in a busy time of the day. Like that's, you can't do that. And I, I can't remember if you said, were people honking at her? Like what was the, nobody was the honked. reaction besides nobody honked. Thankfully, yeah. it was like 30 seconds only. Like, I mean, I was I was close to honking. I'm like, I have places to be like, right. so do you. The place that she was parked at was her job. That was where she worked. Like, I know that for a fact, based on her attire, that's where she worked. That was a pre-work fucking TikTok she filmed. Is, is there any chance uh, it was a former place that she worked? Because I've got... That would be alarming. I've got some thoughts on on workplace social media behavior, namely before, LinkedIn. before you go into that, I, I yeah. want to get to that. I can't tell if this is great or terrible podcasting. Do you remember how last week when we were recording, 
I got like seven texts from my wife and I was like, this is going to be her complaining about something. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't. So I'm going to yeah. do a lot. I'm going to do a live read for all the oh, God. all the cynics out there. I I was looking at our the things that we were talking about and I see my phone start blowing up. So I'm going to do a live read and then next podcast she's going on airplane mode, but she's going to listen to this. So um, here's a text. This was 20 minutes ago. These are all like concurrent. We're going to have to work something else out with this podcast. By the way, <laughs> my wife is a, a new mother. She's she's going through. She's listening with the ear ear right to the door, like outside. outside Our walls aren't that thick, unfortunately. But anyway, to preface this, she's she can definitely hear everything I'm saying right now. She's doing a wonderful job. She's tired while I work all day. She takes care of the baby, which is a lot harder than working. You know, I got to throw that stipulation out there. But anyway, here we go. Next next text. The last thing I needed in this overstimulated state was to hear your voice booming and to feel like I can't leave the room. <laughs> but I also wouldn't like not being able to come into our bedroom. And then it's some TikTok, which I'm not going to open right now. We don't have time for that. And then, oh, here you go. Next text. You could do live text reads on your podcast. Just kidding. Bad idea. It's so annoying that you're not even looking at these, though. Love your own voice and David too much. Are you done yet? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> We're only 29 minutes in. This is like halfway home. I don't know what the solution is. Like you're, I mean, you're I not as you space constrained as I am, but I mean, balcony. So why am I going to work there? Balcony is such terrible, terrible podcasting. Oh, practice. noise. Mustang yeah. drives by and, you know, a bird lands on the balcony. Like we're screwed. She's in the bath relaxing i don't know what she's complaining about glass of wine maybe just no add, glass add of wine tonight I, I think that's the solution for next week bath is, salts bath bombs the bath salts are happening now bath bombs were more in her teenage years i think she's over those um but yeah glass of wine is the solution next week but we'll have to have like two glasses of wine already poured <laughs> the mute is is really good yeah um, guys just to let you know for those on audio i keep coughing and going on mute because we don't have the technology for a cough button yet. So maybe that'll be, that's probably one of those podcasting platforms that costs like 275 bucks a year or something. Uh, wait, hold on. That actually wouldn't be that much. Maybe we'll reassess uh, at a later time, but, Oh, so I was going to, I was going to talk about the open to work thing. So LinkedIn been around for a while was its own company. Now Microsoft's running the show, although not really from what I've heard. You've got this social media network that was aimed to be an extension of the office. Pre-pandemic, people talk about getting new jobs, applying for jobs, even though it's all their algorithm is just promoting jobs that are similar to the ones you already have. Like if you want to make a career switch of any kind, you're out of luck. On LinkedIn, but now it's it feels like it's turned into this cesspool of fake positivity that I just cannot stand anymore. I mean, you've got like objectively sad things happening right now with layoffs going on in a lot of industries, namely technology. And every single day, you have to you can't scroll down the feed without reading 35 sob stories about how you're hashtag open to work. I mean, 
let me let me put in perspective this sort of and again knock on wood this is very easy for the two of us to be talking right now because we are fully employed and both of us would hate to be in a position where we were hashtag open to work or laid off but i think i can say with certainty that i would not be hashtag open to work posting on linkedin if i were in this kind of situation and here's the analogy it reminds me do you remember when we were growing up playing tennis um everybody would always focus on positive reinforcement hey you're doing a great job great practice you're so good even if you're terrible and you're not getting better and you're not winning any matches and i just can't help but think who is benefiting from these hashtag open to work posts and why why do people feel like they need to go to linkedin to a network of people who let's just face it like i get that there's some networking opportunities and and cold messages and whatever but you're on linkedin to post that you got promoted that you got a new job and so is the person next to you and i just don't get it i i just don't get it and again it's it's tough. It's a tough thing to talk about because you're talking about people's livelihoods. I just don't understand when LinkedIn turned into this, you know, like it, it's, it's like what Facebook walls were when we were in seventh grade. I just don't understand. It's uh, this is Sebastian Maniscalco 2.0. Aren't you embarrassed? Like it's not, there's nothing embarrassing about being unemployed. Like it happens, like shit happens. And you're right. We are very lucky to not be in that position right now, but, my mom just went through it. Like she just got, she actually just got a job last week. Really, really great job. Um, but awesome. anyway, the, yeah, it sucks. Like I can't imagine being in that situation. It would be really hard. Um, but that's not how I would go about it. Like, and if I'm a hiring manager and I see that that person's off my list, like, I'm sorry, but like, we don't need your pity party and your sob story. Like after four self-serving years at this company, I regret to inform that I've been part of the big recent layoffs. Shut the fuck up. Like we don't need to just, there are just apply to fucking jobs on link. Just apply to the jobs. Use, like, use the, the website, what it's meant to be used for. Go on, right? it, go on LinkedIn, apply to as many jobs as possible, but you just posting like your sob store. And this is LinkedIn. Like you said, has become, we don't need people's personal stories either. Like, I'm good. I don't need to know about your family. And, you know, this is so horrible, but like, I can't hold back. This is the point of our podcast. I don't need to know that your wife has cancer. I don't need to know that like your son is a high performing T-ball player. Like it's like, it's like the bumper sticker on the back of the car that your son's an honor student at blank high school or what have you. It's not. It's a Facebook wall. It does remind me of like when back on Facebook, when you had to say like it would say your name and then you would have to write is going to the movies status status status. So stupid. And I mean, people's when people put MBA in their LinkedIn bio, like you put your name and then MBA and then like four time president's club winner, three time high performer. CFA. Yeah. Just like stop. It's 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 a definition of taking yourself too seriously. Like, really? and listen, we're not we're both on LinkedIn and like we use it for certain professional reasons. But 
I just don't understand how it became uh, how it became this what it is now. I guess I'm sure the platform loves it because they're getting more users, more engagement. You know, it's not like me where I log in once every few days to just catch up on notifications. But I I don't know what we're doing. I, I really don't. Speaking of social media, we you and I have and we have a long standing like we absolutely hate the tweets from like sports center that are sports center trying to be hip, trying to be trendy and, you know, go along with like, Oh, he put him on a poster. Like we got to start retweeting, like calling these out from our, from our, we will, we will, we We have to, we have to, it's, it's great stuff. But I I have one written down here. (laughs) This is from, I feel like I'm getting old every time I see these tweets. This is from the, the Grizzlies Lakers game. I think it was, did Ja play in game three? I think it was game three. He did. And, he came back in game three. Yeah. Okay. So ES, it was from the ESPN official Twitter account. It was, it had some like Ja had a very normal for him play. It was a layup or a dunk, very athletic as always. And the caption was something like Ja putting up moves and Glorilla pulled up to see who the fuck is Glorilla. Do you know who Glorilla is? No I, clue. No, no clue. clue. You put it in the notes. I had no idea who that. <laughs> and and then, sorry, follow up text from my wife. She goes, "Okay, this is ridiculous. Got to put it on airplane mode, not to get distracted." Um, no idea who Glorilla is, and Ja just is every other tweet. But the point is, ESPN, Sports Center, Bleacher Report, all of these accounts that have a purpose are not serving their purpose and they're marketing towards the 12 year olds with like curly hair that grows up on their heads. Like this is the market that they're going after. Well, they just, they, this is all they care about is, and again, we're not going to pretend to be marketing experts, but all they care about is this fluff word engagement, right? The impressions, the views and the clicks. And so long as dollars, advertising dollars, ESPN plus subscriptions, as long as all those things are going to be tied to how many people click on those tweets and interact with them, good or bad, honestly, they're winning, including this conversation. They obviously don't agree with it. And we look like the the curmudgeons who are trying to go against the grain. But it's hard to it's hard to blame them. We just have to hold them accountable. And I, I, here's the thing. I think there's a big percentage of the people that consume these suits, right? Cause like sports centers followed by millions of people, right? Between or millions of users across Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I guarantee you that there's a decent percentage of them that agree with us and would rather not see the, these poster, all these excessive commentary, but they have no power. What are they? They, they what the only thing they can do is not like it or not retweet it or not comment on it. And that's it. So we're just gonna have to beat them and get more, more comments on our quote tweet, which we're off to a great start. I think we're at like one interaction right now after commenting on Twitter. So if you want to help us out at two cynics pod TWO on Twitter, Check us out. Follow us. We'll follow you. Don't worry. No complexes. We'll follow you back. We'll interact in the replies. And uh, 
and in probably 20 days will be Twitter blue verified. So uh, we won't be seen as trolls. Yep, we'll still we be gotta, seen as trolls, but we have to have a live Twitter account for 30 days to, uh, to go on Twitter blue, but yeah, you'll have a Twitter blue follower. Same goes for Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we'll follow you back. We'll mess with your ratio. I don't know if people still care about that. So um, yeah, TikTok. Well, that's Twitter. the thing. It's like we got, you know, if, if you check out our first post on, on TikTok, we have a lot of views over well, a thousand, maybe not by TikTok standards. We have a decent, we have for our expectations, we had a lot of views and a decent amount of likes, but zero followers came from that. So it's like, you already know what happens, right? It's like TikTok is on their algorithm stuff. So somebody's going to see it. They'll, they'll double tap it or whatever. And then they're just going to swipe up to the next thing. They're not taking the time to like click on every individual account that they look at, which I get it. And when a lot of these people are also kids who are 14 years old, who have zero attention span, you know, you can't blame them. Is that a dig at the American youth? Yeah. Do we want to go on a broader conversation about the American youth being corrupted by TikTok? We already joked about Montana. But honestly, like we can't afford to lose TikTok. It's our number one source of engagement right now. Yeah, I'm going to be the first one. I, you know, I'll be promoting the uh, the Chinese Republic. Keep us alive, please. <laughs> People's Republic of China. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Um, hey, I mean, listen. It's a lot more, you know, I, I mean, at least they're doing, you know, they're they're firing on all cylinders ethics of it aren't great it's not like this blue check mark situation where it's like i have no idea what's happening some celebs are they lost it all then they got it back the last couple days like now before it was kind of cool i was actually interested to see who's paying and who's not now i don't know now somebody might just still have it for celebrity status and i don't i don't really understand what what the he's probably going to take him back at some point. I heard on a on another podcast today that you probably also heard um, anyone over a million was automatically grandfathered into keeping the the blue check. No pay. Right. And how many how many users do you think there are over a mil- that have over a million followers? So many. Couple hundred, five hundred. Come on, more five hundred thousands easily thousands that have a million followers yeah all right somebody wants to fact so fact check us and comment on one of our socials and we'll give you a shout out if you can if 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 someone listening to this maybe our our uh our copain in uh, brussels belgium if you can tell us how many how many um Twitter handles have over a million followers before the next segment. We will send we'll, you, uh, we'll show we'll you, send you a, we'll send you a t-shirt from custom Inc. Uh, it'll be a, a $5 t-shirt. It'll be our first piece of merch that you can frame and turn into an NFT and uh, sell it once we go big. Yes. It's basically, it's an investment, right? There's, there's spending and there's investing. Can't remember who said that. I was a local, uh, local Warren radio Buffett. station. What'd you say? I said Warren Buffett. Yeah, 
probably said it too at some point, but I think, uh, I think we'd like to have, have an answer on that. I don't know. Um, I mean, speaking of investing, you want to talk, well, hold on. First off disclaimer, this show as, as a finance person, I have to say, this is not stock or investment advice by any means. We are just having a conversation. Uh, no, no advice being given here, but do you want to, do you want to tell the cynics about a very cynical investment that we made? I think it would have been probably like 18 months ago about a certain, uh, a certain coin. We full disclosure, we fully fell into the crypto hype, uh, which is toxic. Like one of the worst parts of the internet to go on, um, just in general. But on top of that, we tried to get into it. We got exhausted of the, of the community and, uh, but we still, we still made some investments and hoping that they would go huge. And, uh, that certainly has not been the case since. And now we're, we're just very much reliant on our underperforming 401ks. So two coins, one isn't even one we discussed, but this is great. Uh, the first one, this was during, I mean, Bitcoin was like popping off at the time. This was look back at whatever Bitcoin was popping off probably 18 or so months ago before everything tanked. Um, and you know, I was telling my parents that I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm putting a lot of money into it and making a lot of money and everything's great. And my mom (laughs) texts me, she's like, have you checked out Doge Elon D O G E E L O N? She's like, apparently it's even even better than the actual Doge coin. No, she said, apparently it's better than Bitcoin. Afterwards, and I respond. I'm like, "Oh, you're talking about Dogecoin? Like, yeah, I actually made a lot of. I made when I say a lot, I didn't make thousands. I made like 400 bucks on Dogecoin back like a few years ago. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I actually made a decent amount of money. She's like, no, not Dogecoin, Doge Elon. I'm like, okay, I'll look into it. So I look up Doge Elon. It's so the coin is called. There's Doge. a Mars at the end of it. Elon Mars. I'm gonna look up the price of it. This is great. Um, CNBC, watch out. We're coming the, for you. The price of Doge Elon Mars is <laughs> 2.4 times 10 to the negative seventh. That's not even like I'm not looking at it right now. 0.0000002717. That was the price of it. So David and I each put in a hundred bucks on Doge Elon Mars, thinking if this ever reached $1. Our hundred bucks would turn into what was it? 10 million, 50 is something outrageous. If it ever reached one cent or like one tenth of a cent, we would have been, we would have had an insane down payment, down payment for a house, something like that. Yeah. Like it was a hundred bucks and it fluctuated up, down, up, down, like by a few, we made, we were up 20 bucks at one point. And, and I look more into this after we put a hundred bucks into it. This is, this has nothing. I thought it, my mom made it seem like Elon is like sponsoring it. This is this thing. This has absolutely nothing to do with Elon Musk. It is, it's just a, a fucking dog. This is a, it's a Dogecoin ripoff that has nothing to do with Elon Musk. The Twitter account has like four followers and it's always just tweeting out at Elon, like, please mention our name, please mention our name. So now it's down our, we're down like 70 bucks. I actually still have mine. I don't know if you still have yours, but it's sitting. Oh, there. I'm holding. I'm, I'm okay. sorry. Holding. Holding. 
So the other one, this is even worse. I'm a big MMA fan. Um, And about like also a year and a half ago, um, this stupid MMA coin came out. They called it Marshall Rogan Inu. That's the name of Joe Rogan dog. dog. Joe Rogan's dog's name is Marshall. He's like Joe Rogan posts about him all the time. And so instead of like Shiba, you knew they did Marshall Rogan Inu and they started like paying the UFC fighters as sponsors, like tons of money. Like they clearly, they actually like must've had capital and they started paying sponsoring UFC fighters insane amounts of money. And their like mission statement was to make MMA fighters be paid what they deserved. And the coin started blowing up. I put $200 into it and I was up $800 at one point. Like it was blowing up. And I started telling everyone, I told my brother, my my brother put in money when I was already at 800. He put in a hundred from there on it fucking plummeted because their business model was so stupid. They just kept giving away money with no actual strategy other than asking Joe Rogan repeatedly to, to promote it, to them. promote it. Yeah, he never did. Obviously, because why would he? They there's no amount of money they could have paid him to make him do that. And I also, who is they? Like, do we even do we know who they are? We do. Half we the time do. with these, they're coins? like they're like some low level MMA fighters that like got capitals somehow. I don't know. They had capital, but anyway, I was up eight hundred dollars. I am now down to twenty five dollars of my two hundred dollar investment, so I'm down one hundred seventy five dollars. I also still have it, um, but I like any desperate. any news any news recently? Any chatter? They're dead. They're not no doing posts it. since 2022 They're on, gonna go on the down Twitter to zero for sure. Do you remember I messaged them on Twitter one day saying like how disappointed I was with their market? never? No, you never told me this. I think I sent it to you and you were like, what the fuck are you doing? But I messaged them saying like, I have quite a bit of your coin and like, please tell as me as an investor. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to sell if you don't tell me that you have a strategy to get out of this because this is tanking. And I think your strategy is so stupid. And I'm assuming nobody got back to you. Nobody got back to me and the coin's dead. So please do not invest in Marshall Rogan Inu. It was a scam. No, uh, uh, don't. No investment advice. We have to. We have to, SEC is going after everybody. There's nothing. No, to go no investment. With me. I'm an idiot and have nothing to do with anything. Uh, and please do buy uh, Doge Elon Mars. Uh, that is a free ad because we stand to benefit. So uh, cynics, let's, uh, let's pump it. Let's pump and dump this bad boy. This is uh disclosure. This is not an offering of investment or securities. I've already, we've done our homework on this. Please make educated decisions, but know that there are, you know, there are folks who will be in your corner. Let's put it that way. This is so bad. Just, just go follow Mars on I think your wife's cutting the Wi-Fi. I think your wife's cutting the Wi-Fi. She's she's had enough. She's had enough at this point. Had a had some technical difficulties, so we apologize to the cynics. Uh, we're probably gonna end end the show here. But Andrew, I don't know if you had any any final words. I'm I'm putting you in through through the phone right now. Um, just the final text from my wife saying, "Okay, this is ridiculous. I'm so mad." So, um, you know, thank you, thank you to all the cynics. Please go. Uh, 
go support. You know, we're going to continue to try to put out content weekly. Well, daily we'll be putting out content, weekly podcasts, and uh, apologize for technical difficulties. But you can see on here the string of text. That's all. That's all for my wife. You'll see it. You'll see it on the video. All right. For all the cynics, uh, have a great week. And like I said, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, and TikTok, and also wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this is Two Cynics signing off. <laughs>